Welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Japan, the show that brings you the most trending news stories and cultural insights from Japan. Today is October 15th, and we're coming to you straight from Hiro, Tokyo. I'm your host, Julian Zamansky, and joining me as always is my co host and founder of Japan Insider, Yasuharu Matsuno. Hey guys, welcome back. So it's getting closer to Halloween. Yeah, it's、uh, two weeks away. Yeah. And as some of you may know, in Tokyo, Shibuya is quite notorious for having some crazy cosplay parties on the it's, street. It's pretty wild, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was a lot less chaotic last year because of the COVID situation.、Mm-hmm. But in regular years, people get into street fights. And I think it was a couple of years ago, like some guys just overturned the police car. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> crazy. That news story. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, many of them got arrested.、Mm-hmm. So, For me, Shibuya is like the number one place to avoid,、uh, avoid to visit on October 31st. Yeah, we're too old for that now. <laughs> I mean, even when I was young, to be fair, <laughs> I was never really into those stuff. Sure, sure. But、um, recently, Shibuya City itself made a weird announcement saying that they've developed a virtual space. Called、uh, Virtual Shibuya.、Mm-hmm. We can visit Virtual、uh, Shibuya via a special app on smartphones,、mm. and it seems we can choose our own avatars and、mm. interact with other users in the virtual space. And when I first heard the news, <laughs> like I, I I imagine like something really lame. There's been a lot of these like online services before. I don't even、mm. remember one called PlayStation Home. Mm-hmm. And they had it, I think it was like PS3, and it was like you make like a little avatar,、right. and you go into this like virtual world,、mm-hmm. and you just talk to people.、Right. And it always looked a bit, bit lame. And that's how I imagine this would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's too goofy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but then I saw the actual like demonstration of the app.、Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, like, it still looks quite goofy. But to be honest, it looks slightly better than what I have imagined. Well, actually, it looks like,、uh, you know, the, the Miis you get on like Nintendo Wii. Yeah. Or, you know, I kind of remember the、um, Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kind of got like the bobblehead kind of、mm-hmm. characters. And-,、mm-hmm. and Nintendo, as a matter of fact, is quite successful、uh, in terms of developing, you know, this kind of virtual spaces.、Mm-hmm. And many people, you know, play Animal Crossing,、mm-hmm. right? What, like tens of millions of people? Sure, sure. I guess. I'm not sure to which company Shibuya War asks to develop the app,、mm-hmm. but if they've asked Nintendo,、mm-hmm. it's hard to say, right? I, I don't、Nintendo. think this Nintendo, the quality is not high enough. To- But、mm. Animal Crossing, Shibuya Crossing、mm. could be a connection there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe you can be their special advisor. That's,、uh, I should be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would do a good job. <laughs> But yeah, there's a, there's a couple of videos actually. I'm looking at their official website now. And,、mm. You know, you can choose all kinds of avatars and crazy little characters. And、mm. it looks like it's all set like at nighttime. So there's a lot of neon lights and stuff.、Mm. And, you know, they can obviously put stuff into the world that wouldn't exist really. So、mm. the layout of Shibuya looks. Kind of accurate, but、right. there's all just extra stuff like flying around. It looks a bit crazy. So、mm-hmm. it looks, looks pretty fun. Yeah, it seems that the app will be available for free from、mm. October、uh, 16th to 31st.、Mm. If anyone's interested, then you can download it. Yeah, and the, the website, the URL is a bit long. So if you just Google AU 5G Shibuya Halloween, something like that, you'll probably find it in、mm. the first result. Yeah, that's helpful for some people. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. So did you find any interesting story this week? I, I found something. Um, actually, it looks like it might have happened two weeks ago, but I didn't see the news until this week. Um, hmm. But there's a new uh, Typhoon Science and Technology Research Center that's opened up in Yokohama, hmm. which I thought was kind of interesting. But the, the, maybe the most interesting part of it is it's, it's the first ever Typhoon Research Institute in Japan. Oh, really? And... I mean, not, I mean, yeah, you know, you know about Japan. It's like, it's yeah, really, yeah. Typhoon, you have a you have a dedicated typhoon season, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm rather surprised they didn't have one until yeah. recently. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, it opened on October first, and it's run through Yokohama National University, which is that's where you studied, right? I see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh really? You don't know any uh, typhoon specialists down that way? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't met one <laughs> in my life, but wow, that's that sounds like a good initiative. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting what they're trying to do. Um, I mean, you know, like just last week, mm. you know, in the last episode, we were talking about the government should be investing more into science and technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And Japan as the biggest like typhoon country in, probably in the world. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're currently in typhoon season now, mm-hmm. right? I think we're mm-hmm. coming up to the end of it. Yeah. Um, but I know like even two days ago, there was a typhoon, didn't make landfall. It was mm. just, but the, the weather kind of got colder and it started raining a lot. Right. Apparently on average, Japan experiences 11 typhoons every year, but on, only three of them make landfall. Oh, you know, that's and actually, why. You know, hit the mainland. So a lot of them are mm. out at sea, right? but they cause like a massive disruption to the weather. Mm. And even in the summer, you know, the, the, the temperature can just plummet down to, I mean, remember like about a month ago, it was like 32 degrees. Mm. And then the day after it was like 19 degrees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I went outside, it was really cold. It was mm. really weird. But it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, they're currently engaging in something called the Project Typhoon Shot, which sounds a bit, it sounds like a movie, like a ridiculous like <laughs> Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, but they're basically looking at ways they can weaken the effects of the typhoon. Um, and one method might be to drop large amounts of ice into the center of the typhoon while it's still out at sea. Oh, wow. Which sounds like a crazy movie plot, right? Yeah. Are they going <laughs> to use a cannon or something? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think they can detect when the typhoon is kind of starting to stir up, mm. right? So it's, well, it's still small mm. um, and the pressure is still low. So maybe like from like one of those like naval boats, you know, mm. like they'll send the self-defense force out. Mm. And now, yeah, maybe they have one of those like medieval catapults, like with the winch. <laughs> I'd love to see that. And then just like a big block of ice. Um, but I guess, yeah, like maybe cooling the water can like reduce the pressure of the air. Mm. And mm. I, I don't know, it's kind of crazy. Um, mm. But then on the, on kind of another layer to this whole uh, research and development thing is that they're trying to figure out a way to maybe like harvest some renewable energy hmm. from a typhoon. I mean, hmm. and that, to, to me, that sounds insane. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know, you've got that energy background, yeah? So uh, could you think of any way that that might even be possible? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was more into the traditional kind of energy, mm. so, which was uh, fossil fuels. And then mm. I later shifted towards uh, solar. Sure, sure. Much yeah, more predictable, but, you know. <laughs> mm, but yeah, there are various different kinds of renewable energies. Mm. So I'm not sure. Yeah, it really depends on like what kind of renewable mm. uh, they're talking about. But, but it's kind of crazy. Right? Yeah, it I mean, it's crazy. I've seen before like uh, scientists have made these like mats that, and they put them under the on the on the seabed, and then when waves come in. They move the mats. Oh yeah, yeah. And I they kind of make energy. So yeah. may, maybe something like that because typhoons mm. are kind of linked to like 
like the, the sea, like movement as well, right? So maybe that generates some some extra. I don't know, like <laughs> yeah, or it could be something totally different. It could be, yeah, even more crazy. I mean, yeah, we're not climate scientists. <laughs> um, we're certainly no Manabe-san with, with a Nobel Prize. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, to be fair, you know, technology is advancing almost every single day. True, yeah, yeah. It's hard to say what's the latest technology in that field. Mm, absolutely, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know if, if there's any uh, climate scientists listening to the show. Uh, jump on Facebook. Let us know what you think. Uh, mm-hmm. Facebook.com slash This Week in Japan. We'd love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> All right, yeah, so, so what's your main story of the week? Yeah, so mine is about the latest ranking of most attractive prefectures in Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I mean, chosen by the Japanese locals. Right. And yeah, some related stories around it. So mm, interesting. what's yours? Uh, mine's to do with uh, troublesome YouTubers and a ramen restaurant. Hmm. <laughs> I'm curious. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll save the details for later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my story is about the most attractive prefectures chosen by the Japanese people. Mm. And there's no English article published yet. So I'll just explain the story. Yeah, there's a company that conducts a survey and creates a ranking of the most attractive prefectures in Japan every single year. As far as I know, they've been doing that for... I don't know, over 10 years, I mm. think, or 10 or 15 years. Yeah, and the latest result for the year 2021 came out just a few days ago. And can you guess which prefecture won? Uh, What's well, nice? I mean, Kyoto, maybe? Hmm, good guess. Yeah. Yeah, so um, Kyoto was ranked number two. Oh, yeah. so close. <laughs> and number one actually was Hokkaido. Oh, okay. Mm. Good mate. Can make a lot of sense, yeah. I've mm-hmm. heard, I mean, still haven't been there, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, yeah. And, um, th- you know, not only this year, but they've actually won 13 years in a row. Wow, okay. Yeah. And every year I hear about it, it makes me kind of happy and proud mm. because I love Hokkaido. Mm. <laughs> and I have many good friends. And as you may know by now, mm. my wife is also from Hokkaido. Mm. So, yeah, I visit there almost every year, mm. at least once, except for this year because of the COVID. Mm. But, um, yeah, Hokkaido's got great nature, uh, nice seafood, uh, vegetable, meat, you know, all, basically all kinds of food. Mm. And it's got some best king resorts in Japan. Mm. You've heard of Niseko, right? Niseko, yeah, that's like the world's famous one. Yeah, yeah. And... It seems that more people want to visit Hokkaido today because everyone's quite stressed about, you know, stress with uh, staying at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they probably want to have some fresh air in mm-hmm. Hokkaido uh, because it's known for, you know, great nature. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But this isn't really big news because it's just Hokkaido winning again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, what's kind of funny is that just two days ago, I saw a hashtag, uh, Hoteki Sochi Kento on mm. Twitter. And it means consideration of legal actions. Right. <laughs> it sounds quite serious, right? <laughs> and I was like, you know, what the hell? And looked into it. And it was about the governor of uh, Guma Prefecture. Mm. The governor of Guma was um, so pissed at the ranking. Mm-hmm. I mean, as this survey ranked Guma, uh, 44 out of 47 prefectures. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I know how he feels. 
But he also publicly announced that, you know, he's considering some legal action towards the company <laughs> because uh, it's extremely unfair and insulting to the resident of Guma. Right. Okay. It makes sense him being pissed off, mm. you know, because it's his it's his hometown, right? Mm. I, can, I can understand that. But somebody has to come last, right? I mean, mm. he's not even dead last, right? I'm just looking at the ranking now. It looks like Ibaraki. Yeah, he's, he's last. Yes. And apparently that they, they lose quite a lot. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's unfortunate. But in saying that, then he must mean that he knows Gunma is better than other prefectures. I know. In yeah. which case, those prefectures should sue him for, you know, for saying that they're not as good or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, right? I mean, threatening a private company like this isn't legit, you know? Mm. So I think he can be sued by this company. <laughs> because yes. as you're saying, if let's say, you know, this, this company gets scared and, oh, okay, we'll make Guma number one you know, <laughs> out of 47. And yeah, as you implied, like other prefectures uh, yeah. can get mad. And also, most importantly, like all the readers of the magazine or the, you know, visitors to the website, mm -hmm kind of lose trust in this survey, mm. right? In this uh, ranking. Yeah, I mean, it's not the mag. They're just publishing the results of what people said, mm. like, like the general public said, right? <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, this ranking's been there for, you know, they've been doing this for many years. Mm. So people um, kind of refer to the ranking with certain credibility. But yeah, in the extreme case, if this company all of a sudden makes Guma number one, mm. it just destroys all the, the credibility they have, you know, earned yeah, yeah. up until today. <laughs> of course. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And it's not only me, fortunately, but many residents of Guma Prefecture also feels the same way. Mm. And some of them saying, I'm ashamed of him talking about taking legal actions. What a small man. <laughs> I'm a small man, that's great. <laughs> Others say, Guma is a very nice place to live, mm. but as a tourist destination, we may lack attractiveness. Mm -hmm. mm. And I love Guma no matter what, and I want this guy to promote us in a better way. Mm -hmm. mm. And to be fair, I kind of like Guma. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, there's just not a lot there. It's kind of... Well, but when you think about it, one of the best onsens in Japan, Kusatsu, is in Gunma. I don't know. I've never heard of it. But... Oh, it's it's definitely one of the best in Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah, Kusatsu Onsen. And I don't think you've watched this anime, but uh, there's this legendary streetcar racing anime called Initial D. I know, I know of it. I've read mm. some of the manga here. And the story of Initial D and all the, you know, main characters mm. come from Guma. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, that's a different story than how attractive it is as a tourist destination. Sure, sure. But, you know, I, I would say it's, it's attractive enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the problem Guma has is it, it, it's surrounded by better prefectures. So like, you know, Tokyo is just like, I mean, especially for foreigners, right? Like mm. the first place you come to mm. is Tokyo. I don't mean any of this in a, an offensive manner, mm. but it's just kind of true. If you look at like the, the general statistics, I, I feel. Then, mm. And then you've got like Nagano, which has like, it's got the Alps, you know, and it's got snowboarding and like all these crazy things. Mm. Then like south, you've got Sh um, Shizuoka and Yamanashi, which have Mount Fuji. Mm. So yeah, I feel like no offense to Gunma, mm. but it's got some stiff competition on its doorstep. 
in like every direction. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe it shouldn't How be. How dare you? <laughs> You're not allowed to visit Kuma again in your life. Yeah. Actually, I've never visited. I just passed through on the way to Nagano. You're not even allowed to pass through. I'll have to fly From over. From now on. No, not even there. So, yeah, the, By uh, the governor of Kumba. The governor, yeah, it's he's going to come after me now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If he's I, listening. I don't know. Yeah, Kumba's like... I don't maybe don't think that they do a very good job themselves of as pro- of promoting the Yeah, adventure. when it comes to promotions, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not really about it's not always about what they have already, mm. but it's about promoting them. Yeah. I never see like come to Gunma pre- uh, posters, you know. Mm. I always in, you know in the train stations and the airports. Yeah, but as I was saying, Satsu mm. uh it's really well known mm. and I'm sure you'll like it like uh you know if you get a chance to visit there one sure, day. Sure, yeah, why not? Yeah. So we see many posters and kind of like promotions of Kusatsu. Mm. But to be honest, like until I double check on uh, Google, mm. I wasn't even sure whether, you know, Kusatsu belongs to Guma. <laughs> and I was like, oh, was it uh, Guma or Tochigi? Uh, yeah. So really doesn't make a strong impression of mm. uh, on people. Yeah, I, I think that might be part of the problem mm. and so was Ibaraki you know mm. which was ranked 47 out of 47 mm. um, I think it's I mean Ibaraki is fine you know <laughs> yeah like, they're all fine there's nothing mm. wrong with these yeah, places but one of the most famous things about uh, Ibaraki is Natto Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know, right? <laughs> no, I, know, I, I mean, I love natto, but for many foreigners, I didn't but, know that. But now I hate yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't, you know, visit that place for natto. For Interesting, sure, right? yeah, yeah. Mm. But anyway, my question is: What's your top three uh, prefectures? You know, which prefectures do you find most most attractive? Sure. Okay. Um, I mean, I've only ever lived in Tokyo, so I'd have to put that. I can't. I'm not gonna say it's like. First, second, third, but I'll give mm-hmm. you just three that I like. So right. So definitely Tokyo. Uh, Okinawa mm. is just beautiful. Nice. And it doesn't feel like, you know, any other place in Japan. I mean, yeah, it's quite different. It's basically not in Japan. It's so far away, right? It's like, uh, it's yeah, like tropical. Yeah, you feel like you are in Southeast Asia. Mm. Yeah, it's closer to the Philippines, right? So yes. It's, yeah, it feels more like tropical and mm. sandy beaches and, yeah. you know, good diving. And, mm-hmm. Oh, it's just amazing. Um, yeah. And maybe... Third for me uh, would be Nagano. Nagano, yeah. Because yeah. the, the mountains there are beautiful. I love going, I go snowboarding there quite a lot. Right, yeah, that's a good one. And they have a lot of good onsen. Mm-hmm. And the food is really good, so. Mm. I like Karuizawa too. Mm-hmm. Mm. I still haven't been there, but I've I've seen the pictures of some of those houses. Mm-hmm. They look pretty, pretty insane. Yeah, I, I don't have one. I don't own one, but they have some nicest villas in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that Besso, as you call it? Besso, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, how about you then, Yasu? Yeah, so as you were also saying, it's hard to decide which one is number one mm. um, out of these three. But I would go for Hokkaido first. Mm. And maybe the second one is Kyoto. And the third place, uh, maybe Miyagi, uh, where Sendai is. Mm, okay. Or uh, Okinawa. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. How about no Hiroshima? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought about it, but... You know, it's my hometown and I visit there like too often, mm. like every every year, sure, every sure. once in a while. And, you know, so is Tokyo, right? Mm. I, I've lived in Tokyo for many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's hard to say from the objective standpoint. Mm. Yeah. Sure, sure. I yeah. And when you 
like visit some other prefecture. You want to get refreshed. You know, you want to sure. feel different than the busy, busy city life. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So in that sense, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Hokkaido is quite different. You know, it's got lots of great nature. Uh, Kyoto, mm-hmm. ancient capital. You feel like totally different, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. from the the modern like era. <laughs> sure, yeah, 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 makes yeah. sense, makes sense. Mm. And Miyagi's got some of the best onsens. Uh, the food is great, mm-hmm. and yeah, and as you were saying, Okinawa. Yeah, so guys, uh, what's your favorite prefectures? Uh, let us know on our Facebook page at facebook.com/slash This Week in Japan. Okay, so what's your feature story of the week? I, I think you were talking about the some ramen shops. So yeah, my story involves a ramen shop, um, and maybe more importantly, uh, kind of troublesome YouTubers. Mm. And uh, I th- actually, on the show, we we shared a word sometime last year. Yeah, uh, miwakuke. Yes, yes. Right, which means like troublesome type of person. <laughs> and uh, I think in Japan, uh, a lot of YouTubers get this rap, you know, by the public. Because Japanese people don't like to disturb others, especially in public, right? Oh, yeah. I, I, I would say the word meiwakuke was invented for YouTubers. Right, exactly. So right. They, they always come together. You exactly. Meiwakuke YouTuber. Yeah, so it's got quite a powerful meaning to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and one place that these kinds of people are, are particularly despised is in restaurants. Mm. You know, like filming themselves eating, talking too loudly. Right. And making a big disturbance, right? Right, um, right. So this week uh, on Twitter, um, a, a tweet was going viral. Um, it was posted by a ramen shop in Kyoto called uh, Ginjo Ramen Kubota. Mm. And uh, they posted the following statement. Recently, people have come to our shop saying, I'm a YouTuber. I'm going to take some videos. But from here on, we are banning them from coming to our shop. To put it bluntly, it's kind of gross and uncomfortable to come in during business hours and just start taking videos. And it bothers the other customers too. We will not allow them in from now on. Hmm. So that's the, the statement. That's pretty. Wow. It's pretty strong. Yeah, right? quite strong. <laughs> yeah, what, what did he? What did he say? Like gross? Oh yeah. So it says in, in that version of translation, it says uncomfortable. Mm. But in the original Japanese, it said kawaii, mm. which means scary. <laughs> right. So yeah, it sounds super harsh. Mm. Yeah. He must be really pissed at you know YouTubers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. Um, like I say, there's been lots of incidents of um, YouTubers making a scene, you know, in Japan. I mean, it happens in every country, but there's a few that spring to mind, specifically in Japan. Um, you remember those guys last year who took the bed into the middle of Shibuya Crossing? Oh, yeah. You know, when the light was green. So there was like a guy on a bed and like four guys, <laughs> like one on each corner. They carried a full bed. Yeah. When the light was green, they put it in the in the, in the middle of the crossing and right. they got arrested and uh, obviously... Um, there was that guy that we all hate, uh, Hezuma Ryu. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was about to mention him. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he, what did he do? He was like eating yeah. the food. So he was eating sashimi yeah, uh, yeah. in the supermarket before he pays for it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, maybe like in America is like fine if you were like, yeah, I'm going to pay for it, you know. But Japan, yeah, to be fair, like- <laughs> yeah, to be fair, he did pay uh, for his sashimi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think the shop owner took him to, I mean, reported to police anyway. Yeah, And he yeah. got arrested. And I think um, he was actually found guilty. Mm. So uh, he's still on the parole. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So if he does something like that again, yeah. he will go to jail. Yeah. Actually, this is completely um, off topic, but did you see he was like, running for, uh, like, not governor? Um, yeah, yeah. Like, running for office in some some, some regard. 
Yeah, I, I saw the news story just a few days ago. And right? I saw there's a video of him like giving a press conference and he mm. sat next to like a Kim Jong-un impersonator. Mm. It's just mental. Mm. <laughs> but seeing like Hizumi Ryu like in like a suit with his like hair shaved, mm. he looks kind of normal. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. It seems that he's quite confident that he's going to win the election. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a bit of an absurd story. Maybe, maybe we can report on that. Maybe yeah. next week. Yeah. Maybe next week. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, the, the, the other YouTuber I wanted to mention, um, who's not Japanese, because, you know, it's foreigners as well. Uh, mm. There's a guy called TKO Sam, and he's the guy who put the GoPro on the uh, on the plate in the conveyor belt sushi restaurant. Oh, okay. Which a lot of people were very unhappy I thought, about. Yeah, I know that one too, but I thought you were going to mention to uh, Logan Paul. Oh, no, no. I mean, yeah, that's... That's too, too high That's level. The, yeah. the king think, of like milk. Of, of course, yeah. Japan. <laughs> yeah, he's king of okay, Yeah. or <laughs> something. At least in Japan. But I th- yeah, I didn't mention him because I think everybody already knows about that already. Because mm-hmm. that was like international news. Yeah, it was. And he, he was. got banned from Japan. He's not, he's not allowed to come back anymore. Really? I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. he's, you know, totally fine. Like whatever things he does yeah. in, in the US, you know, fights with, uh, you know, Mayweather. Sure, um, sure. I thought it was interesting. But yeah, what he did in Japan is quite shameful. That was just, it was yeah, no shame at all. Um, but yeah, no, this guy put, um, yeah, camera on a sushi kind of conveyor belt. Yeah, thing. yeah. Everyone thought it was kind of gross. And, you know, the camera obviously made its way around the restaurant, filming people without their consent. Mm-hmm. I saw, I, I actually did see the video before it was taken down. And, you know, some people were like waving at the camera. So they just thought it was funny. Mm. Um, but then I saw like some people, they would like, you know, tap their partner on the shoulder and be like, oh, look at the, look at the thing. And then, and then at the end of the video, you see where it goes into the kitchen uh. and the chef picks it up and he looks like, he's like, he's like oh, <laughs> he looks so angry. Right. And then like this guy, this YouTuber, like he actually knocks on the door of the, oh no, maybe he just asks the staff. Mm. I think he speaks quite good Japanese. So like mm. he, 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 you know, he was like, oh, um, my camera was on the plate. Can I get it back or whatever? Mm. And then the chef comes out and he's like, what the, f-? you know, like, what are you doing? <laughs> so basically, so like, just, just because of that one incident, there are now mm. signs in all of these restaurants, like no cameras. Oh. You know, and it's just like, come on, man. Like, just ruined it. Because of the, the single person. It's exactly, yeah. So mm. even if you think that these kind of things don't have a B impact, like they really can. Just mm. one, one annoying person. That's true. Yeah. So... Yeah, so as far as I, I found, you know, all the comments on Twitter and, you know, other SNS, mm. most people are supportive of the decision made by the, the ramen shop owner. It seems that way, yeah. Mm. And it makes sense, right? Actually, I also found a similar story. Mm. Um, you know, I think I've told you before, but um, there's a former idol group member uh, called Mayuka Umezawa. Uh, yeah, I think I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, and she started uh, her ramen shop chain. Yeah, And yeah. she now runs like three ramen shops. Mm. So, she, you know, uh, her, her business is going well. Mm-hmm. But then uh, she recently announced, I believe on Twitter, saying that uh, she will ban all ramen critics uh, <laughs> from her ramen shops. Oh, wow. What was, the, uh, what was the decision behind that? So, according to her... You know, there was one critic, ramen critic, came into her shop to uh, just to drink sake mm. and started calling her Mayuka, Mayuka-chan. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so as you may know, Chan is an honorific title used for uh, young people, mm-hmm. uh, or I mean, young children, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or close friends or even babies. Yeah, yeah. Right. But other than that, you would never use the suffix for, you know, people you meet for the first time. Yeah, that's quite rude, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
So this critic, you know, uh, kept asking to take a photo with her, which she refused. Mm. And then the critic uh, started taking close-up pictures of her body without her face. Gross. Yeah. And of course, which frightened Umezawa. Yeah, yeah. And the critic later explained, uh, you know, he posted a blog article and saying that he was drunk. But uh, yeah, that's no excuse. Yeah, no excuse right? all, yeah. That's ridiculous. That's just yeah. I hope that disgusting guy has had some kind of negative, you know, backlash. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's kind of hopefully affected him in we'll some be brought way. to justice. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> disgusting. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, regards to this, uh, this place in Kyoto, it seems that like most people online are really happy about it. Mm. Uh, most people are saying things like, you know, like, oh, thank you for saying it so directly. Right. Or some people are just like laughing and say it's funny. Like mm. they agree, but it's just so funny. Like how they said it. <laughs> True. Um, you know, and. Yeah, I, I think it's also because of the, the certain adjectives that he used. Right. Kimochi and yeah. kawaii. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're used to describe like zombies or, yeah. you know, <laughs> like ghosts in a horror movie or well, something. Oh, I mean, you could maybe say some YouTubers are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, some, like zombies sometimes. Yeah. Right? He could say that for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of people. They tend to lose awareness of what's going on around them mm. once they have the camera in their hand. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, we, we've made a video at a rum restaurant before. We did. Yeah. But, you know, that required, you know, some communication by you to the restaurant, you know, and, and liaising, yeah. mm. you know, arranging everything. And yeah. Then, weeks before, actually. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and then once we got there, you know, we had to be very mindful of, you know, where I was pointing the camera, not mm. to show the other faces. Mm. And I think that the staff, they did say to the customers, oh, mm. we're filming something. Yes, yes. So if you if you don't want to be on camera, please sit on this seat. Mm. But there was like the, the counter and some of the guys just coming in, you know, they just kind of vacuum up the noodles mm. in like three seconds. Mm. <laughs> they, those guys didn't really seem to care. Right. But at least the staff were telling them what was going on yeah. and they had the choice, you know, to to sit or to not sit. Mm. So, so yeah. I guess, yeah, I'm not very familiar with how things are done around YouTube in other countries, mm-hmm. but at least in Japan, it's it's best to let them know beforehand and get a permission. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think the root cause of these issues mm-hmm. uh, is kind of a, an old philosophy that many restaurant owners or any business owners in Japan have, mm. which is that okyakusama uh, wa kamisama desu. Mm, and I think we, we talked about this before, right? Yeah, yeah. Customers are gods. gods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know where they're coming from, but... You know, some customers, you know, maybe some can be gods, mm. you know, at least to the, the business owners, right? Yeah, yeah. But not all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And not only some of them are not gods. Mm. In fact, some of them may not be your customers. Mm. I mean, just like customers have right to choose restaurants, mm. restaurants have right to choose their customers. Yeah, yeah, right? absolutely. So yeah, guys, uh, next time you come to Kyoto, make sure you go and check out Ginjo Ramen Kubota for the quietest ramen experience in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that wraps up all our news for this week. Let's move on to the final segment of the show, Word of the Week. Yes, as always, I'm going to introduce to you an interesting Japanese-English word. Are you ready? Uh, Always. Always (laughs) ready. This one's quite random. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, certainly above the average. So the word of the week is Florida. Florida. I mean, that's obviously Florida. 
No, no, you're wrong. No. <laughs> well, I mean, what I was gonna say is like that's obviously Florida, but it has a different meaning. Yes, but, but, but yes. it's not Florida. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't know this word until today. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, of course, it's different than the English meaning. Okay, so yeah. using the usual rules, it's two words, hmm. and it's fudo and lida. You're right. So fudo bath. Hmm. Yeah. Got that one right. And lida. Hmm. Reader? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the second one is super tricky. Oh, um, can you give me a clue? So it's a shortened form of an existing Japanese word, mm. but maybe you've never used this this word because oh, yeah. it's a bit technical. Yeah, okay. I give you the answer. Okay. Yeah, this one is almost impossible, okay. even for me. Tell me the second word and I'll try and guess the meaning of Okay, word. yeah. So, ridatsu. Ridatsu? Mm. Do you know this word? Uh, no. Ridatsu means to quit or oh, stop okay. doing something. Oh, okay. Mm. So, quit the bath, quit taking baths. Yeah, but, you know, this kind of new word is often used among, you know, young people mm. uh, within friends. Okay. So it seems like an example sentence would be Imakara Florida. Oh, okay. So like I'm gonna stop taking baths from now. Mm. If that's what that like it means to stop taking baths. Yeah, I think that's what I would assume as well. So it doesn't mean like to stop like cleaning yourself completely. It just means like I'm just gonna take showers. Is that what it means? Yeah, yeah, very close. Oh, okay. Or I'm going to take a bath. Right. But the reason why they use the word ridatsu mm. in specific is that uh, they won't be able to reply you uh, while they're taking a bath or oh. shower, right? <laughs> okay. So it, it almost means like uh, he or she is leaving the, the chat room or uh, quitting the conversation. Right. So the full Compressed sentence the is, yeah. yeah <laughs> so I'm going to take a bath. So I'm quitting SNS. I see. I yeah. see. I see. But essentially, it means quite similar to be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, BRB. That's BRB. Yeah. The, the, which just means you won't be contactable, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that period of time. Okay. Yeah. So this word, uh, Florida, refers specifically to a situation where you'll be back um, after taking a bath. Oh, okay. Yeah. Could you use it for any other? Because I mean, because BRB is like, you can really say it for anything. Yeah. You know, I might go and make a cup of coffee or someone's at the door like BRB. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So could you just, could you say like, Furo Dida or like something else Dida? Like, Terebi Dida. Like, oh, I'm going to go watch some TV or. <laughs> uh, that's a good question. But I think the reason why they've, you know, combined Ridatsu and Furo mm. and made it Furo Dida mm. is to make it sound like Florida. Oh, right? you think that's the thing? <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah. So I think they are kind of making it a parody. Yeah. 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 And so I think, yeah, this kind of like bizarre combination is only for. Furo and Ridatsu. Yeah, so in practice, uh, if I send you Imakara Florida, you know, <laughs> it essentially means I'm going to take a bath. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, so you always go to Florida for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fancy. I might start saying that in English. I'm going to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> when you're about to take a bath. That's it. Yeah. But uh, once you get my message, mm. you can reply to me 
in, in a in a normal conversation, mm. uh, you can say like, "Oh, I, I got it," or "Okay," or mm. something like that, right? So in Japanese, "liokai desu." Liokai desu. Right. But even that one, yeah, can be shortened to either "lio," yeah, or simply "li." Li. <laughs> <laughs> so if you type a single word "li" in Japanese uh, on a chat app, uh, on okay. on any chat app, it means Roger. Oh, uh, does it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I always use Ryokai desu because I think it sounds like it's kind of, to me, it's funny because it's overly formal. Like, Ryokai desu. Like, it sounds like, <laughs> true. you know, like uh, in English, I might say like, uh, yes, sir. You know, like uh-huh. it sounds a bit stupid, right? right. But the, that's quite funny. <laughs> yeah. I have used Ryo before mm. uh, with my friends, but Ryi mm. is like. That just looks like you shorter. pressed the keyboard by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Funny, funny. Yeah. All right, well, uh, that's definitely an interesting one. And uh, yeah, I tend to be a shower man myself. I don't take many baths. So maybe I won't use that one myself. But um, yeah, you can use it yeah, forever. My wife lives in the bath, though. So I wonder if she'll ever <laughs> use it to, towards me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So that's all for this week in Japan. Whichever platform you're listening to us on, make sure that you're subscribed for a brand new episode every single week. Yeah, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to share them on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash thisweekinjapan. Okay, guys, so stay healthy, stay safe. And next time you're chatting away in a messaging app and you want to go take a bath, just make sure you announce Furorida uh-huh. <laughs> and make your stylish exit. And we'll be back next week with the very next episode of This Week in Japan. Music